You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. My name is Matthew Smith, and your name is Chad Hunsberger. Yeah, that's good. How you doing today? Not the name of the listener. Who just <laughs> yeah, I'm that. talking to you right you now. You pointed at me, yeah. and none of them could see your <laughs> finger point. So yeah, all that's right. Me. All right. Doing well. Doing good well. Good deal. Good deal. Good to hear it. Yes. Good. Yes, I am. Um, I'm ready to ask you a question. How you doing? No. Yeah. Great. All right. All right. Here we go. Another question. All right. So we um, we've worked together in a church staff setting for a while yeah, now, right? And absolutely. I, we have, um, uh, as uh, you were associate pastor, now you're mm-hmm. lead pastor. I've worked under you in a couple of different churches. Mm-hmm. Um, at different points, I know that you have helped to train the staff in how we have gospel conversations yeah. with people, especially even like when uh, people, during an invitation, we don't so much do this now in mm-hmm. COVID world, but they used to walk down the aisle and speak right. to the minister and uh, if, if they were wanting to um, pray to receive Christ, mm-hmm. right? And so I remember you kind of training us some about um, how to best do that, especially if we were talking to a child. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, so the question for today is kind of related to that, okay. but it could even be used for a parent or, or yeah. anybody, or even if two adults are having a conversation sure. about... Absolutely. Um, um, why do you not like the phrase, ask Jesus into your heart? I want to give some background, okay. maybe. Uh, when I was a kid, I am pretty positive that's how I would have described what I mm-hmm. did. It's also how it was probably described to me. Do you want to ask Jesus yeah. into your heart? Or I want to encourage you to ask Jesus into your heart. I would have said, I would have raised my hand and said, I want to ask Jesus in my heart. I might have even gone to my parents and Mm -hmm. said something like that. I I can't remember what phrase I used. I know that for years in early uh, ministry days, uh, certainly when I went on mission trips in high school and sharing the gospel with people, I kind of got to that kind of key decision moment. I would have used a phrase just like that. The reason for my shift is uh, began with talking with children. Mm-hmm. Actually, it began with uh, uh, someone mocking that hmm. phrase okay. as it was being said, uh, like as it was being said to a child, and it it was confusing. Yeah, what are you getting? Like a little plastic Jesus that's gonna go Be inserted, in your heart? Yeah. Like what? Is, and so it was a mockery. But it made me start to kind of, mm-hmm. uh, if it makes it sense, like uh, made me bristle a little bit, yeah. like uh, cringe a little bit at, wait, why was why was I bothered by that? And I think the reason I was bothered by it was because I realized that that phrase itself isn't in scripture. And so I was starting mm-hmm. to go to bat for something yeah. so passionately that wasn't there, mm-hmm. and. One of those, like, this is the way we've always done it type yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. Rather and then I realized, than this is oh, actually in Scripture. There's no Scripture that I yeah. quote to people when I'm sharing the gospel that says, you ask should Jesus ask Jesus in your heart. in your heart. Additionally, when I think about kids in particular, but but th- this goes, you said even if it's adults, mm-hmm. this goes beyond that. But with kids, kids are more quick to ask questions to things they don't understand. Yeah. Adults try to pretend like they get it. <laughs> um, but But kids will say, like, what does that mean? And so all the time... 
Like every time you say, ask Jesus into your heart, you have to use other phrases to explain it. And those phrases make sense to the people. Yeah. And those phrases are usually ones that are in the Bible. So what I realized was, by, it's like, take yeah. out the middleman. Yeah, just take use the, the phrases phrase. that are from the Bible. Yeah, like, uh, and that, that specifically say what you want them to do. What, is, what does it mean to ask Jesus in your heart? Does that mean that literally all you have to do is say, Jesus, come into my heart, and you're then saved? No, yeah. because the Bible says there's more to it. The Bible says you are to repent and believe. The Bible says confess with your mouth and believe in your heart mm -hmm. that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, and you'll be saved. The Bible says that you're to turn away from your sin and choose to follow Jesus. Jesus says to others, follow me. And so they choose to follow him. All of those phrases make sense. Yeah. Now, you might have to define a word like repent. Sure, because it's not in our common yeah. vernacular, right? As people would say, it's not our vocabulary mm -hmm. that we use outside the church. So you say repent to somebody and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. But... But th defining a word is different than having to totally like, explain, explain the entire phrase yeah. with a phrase that is better anyway. Yeah. So it's not so much that you're sinning if you use the phrase "ask Jesus into your heart," but I would just say that it's not as fruitful, mm -hmm. certainly not as biblical as other phrases. And I would say, um, because of that, you're wanting people, kids and adults alike, to be able to be confident in what they're deciding. Yeah. What is the decision you're making? One of the problems I've, I've heard about from the use of this phrase is the notion of, of false conversions. Yeah. They thought they were saved because years ago they asked Jesus into their heart. Mm -hmm. They didn't have any conception about what it meant to be an actual follower of right. Jesus. And so they just thought, oh, I, I asked him into my heart and I'm good. Well, now, like, there's actually... What Scripture teaches us is yeah. that there's um, actual like you said, repentance and like God is uh, like changing our hearts and that's yeah. going to play itself out in how we live. And if none of those things are present, it doesn't matter what you that's said right. or what phrase you use. Right. Like there's well, a genuine, genuine conversion. Absolutely. Even what you just said, right? We want Jesus to change our heart. We want the, this, this comes from a place of understanding that the spirit resides in us. Yeah. And so you're saying like spirit come Come guide me so I can mm -hmm. obey you and follow you. And, and so that's, that's what you're trying to say when you say, ask Jesus to come into your heart. But again, it, that's, not, that, that's why it gets so confusing and why people, uh, I think one of the reasons that, um, especially in, the la in our generation, yours and mine, we're in our late 30s, early 40s, like that generation that says um, you get... We, got, we asked Jesus in our heart when we were seven, mm -hmm. and then at 13, we really got saved. Yeah. And I think the reason for that gap is because that type of phrase, I'm not blaming it all on that phrase, mm -hmm. was the, was the yeah. thing. Just, just make sure mm -hmm. they're saved. Well, yeah. that, again, I've said this many times, but you cannot have Jesus as Savior and not as Lord. Yeah. He, well, he's both, by the way. He is Lord and He is Savior. Uh, the, the question is, do you acknowledge him as Lord? And if you do, then he is Savior, yeah. right? Um, and so, yeah, I, I think about those kinds of 
terminology. When I was sharing the gospel with my kids. Yeah, I was just about to ask you to do this. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah great. When I was sharing the gospel with my kids, uh, all, all three of our, my, our children are, are believers and uh, came to Christ at a young age. Mm-hmm. And all of them, um, we used the phrase, choose to follow Jesus, choose to mm-hmm. obey Jesus. And so when, when they're saying, hey, I want to get baptized, or hey, I want to take the Lord's Supper, or hey, uh, that stirs a conversation that we don't come back and say, hey, do you want to ask Jesus in your heart? No, we come back and say, okay, in order to get baptized, that is a picture of your obedience to the Lord. And so if you choose to follow Jesus, you're saying that he is he calls all the shots. He's the boss. He's the leader. He's Lord. Mm-hmm. And so if you're willing to turn away from your own desires and say, I'll do whatever it is he wants me to do, then, then that's choosing to follow Jesus. That's turning. That's repenting. That's, so when you hear those words from sermons, repent, that means you've done that because you've chosen to, to turn away from uh, the sin and trust in Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, I think you already kind of addressed this at the very beginning, but I feel like it might be worth us go ahead and just explicitly saying this. Yeah. Um, let's say that I got saved years ago mm-hmm. and have been a faithful follower of Jesus ever since, actively yep. involved in church, serving the church, sharing the yeah. gospel with other people. Yeah. Um, but at the moment of my salvation, the person who led me to Christ used that phrase and told yeah. me to ask Jesus into my heart. Does that mean I'm not saved? Yeah, no. Because right. again... I think something you said was really key. You said a faithful follower of Christ. Yeah. So even in your definition of someone who is doing this, yeah. they're a follower of Christ. And so what I would say to you, listener, mm-hmm. who who asked Jesus mm-hmm. in your heart, genuinely, because, again, it's this idea that uh, when Scripture talks about you get you go from having a heart of stone to a heart of flesh, the uh, Lord can come in and reside in you, the Spirit comes in. And so because of that, it doesn't mean you're. Mm-hmm. It means that we want to use our terminology best. Yeah, yeah, that's really what we're talking about. Is how can we maximize the use of our words because words really do matter and help people understand the gospel as clear as yeah. possible. Paul tells us that in Colossians, right? That we may make it clear yeah. the mystery of the gospel. Well, we we make it more mysterious by using yeah. phrases that, that don't, don't make sense. Yeah. So not sinful or evil to use that phrase, but. Definitely not best practice. Not clear, right? right? Yeah. And so we want to be as clear as possible. And so as a staff, it doesn't mean we never say a phrase like that. It means we avoid mm-hmm. phrases like that. In fact, if someone came to me and said, I want to ask Jesus in my heart, I would be thrilled. Yeah. And I would say, what do you mean by that? In the same way, if they came to me and said, I want to choose to follow Jesus, I would say, this is awesome. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So I just want to make sure that we are using the best possible terminology, which turns out is in the, the Bible. terminology that's used in the Bible. Yeah, it works, works best. It's God's like, word. It's is, like yeah. G- he knew. Yeah. Wow. This is fantastic. So yeah, that, that becomes really helpful. Okay. All right. Anything else we want to cover on this? No, one? please share the gospel. Yeah, often. Go. Yes. Tell people that they need to repent and turn away. And if you are a listener and you have never done that, turn away, repent, turn away from your sin, trust in Jesus uh, because he is completely worth it. Following him, obe- obeying him for all of your life is completely worth getting him as the gift. Amen. All right, great. That's going to wrap us up for today. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you have, please share it on social media. Give us a rating and review on your podcasting app. And thank you for listening. 
Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.